go to Troy and Cadillac before we jump in with Skeen listening on 93.7 FM, the ticket Cadillac to Traverse City and beyond. You're on the huge show. Well, thanks, Huge. I uh, appreciate you getting me on the show. I totally agree. Totally agree with you, 100%. Dan Campbell should have been gone last year. You could tell after the first game of last season, he is no NFL head coach. He hasn't been an assistant for 18 years for nothing. He, he, he Nobody's ever hired him, ever, after 18 years. That should tell you something right there. He's no head coach. He's never going to be a head coach. Especially for the Lions. All right, well, the that, guy sucks. Okay, well, Troy Doton, let's calm down, take a deep breath. I do see a lot of Patricia and the lack of having the ability to be in control of everything. And Campbell's a better guy, better than Morningweg, better than Patricia. I'm not going to debate that. But I do see a guy in over his head, and it's not getting any better. And I know they had the rally last year at the end. So Campbell can do it again this year. But I'm telling you, if they're picking in the top or top three, which would be bottom three in the league again, those of you thinking he's going to be the guy in year three, it's a, it will be a repeat of Patricia. I'm not saying Holmes needs to go. I think he's delivered some decent talent. I really do. Let's go talk about Michigan State at Michigan Saturday night, 730 ABC. I'll be with Mike Brands Sr. at the Brands Steakhouse and Grill and Cascade just east of GR. All brands' locations will have food and drink specials during the game on Saturday night. Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman, late 80s, early 90s, co-host of the Michigan Football Podcast and the Wolverine.com with Chris Ballas. He's standing by on the Meyer guest line. Doug, are you going to the game Saturday night? I am I'm not going to be at the game, but I will be like you, Bill. I'll be sitting very, very near a very large uh, high-definition big screen with my DVR in hand, ready to replay and go slow-mo and look at some Lyman's you know, footwork because that's what I do when I watch football games. I know it's not real exciting, but that's what I do. Well, and, and Lyman play isn't exciting. Everybody's watching Corum or Edwards take it to the house or J.J. <laughs> with a great pass. Uh, but the line play of Michigan offensively and defensively really – are the stories of this team and why they're where they're at today? Well, and it always is, Bill. You can go back through the years of, if any, certainly any Michigan championship season, and they've got two things: they've got a good offensive line, if not a great one, and they've got the same thing on that defensive line. And it is it is the recipe that stands the test of time of having successful football teams and football programs. If you have those things. You get all the other pieces are easier to bring along. And look at Alabama in the last 15 years, all the linemen that they've had, the defensive lines, and all the great teams. They've, they've absolutely got both of them. His name is Doug Skeen. He is co-host of the Michigan Football Podcast. I'm sorry, Doug. I was looking at the weather radar for a second. You, you stop quicker than normal, and I turned left, and I was looking to see the weather uh, for the kids' <laughs> sports tonight. And then now you stopped, and I'm like, okay, where am I? I'm not at home. I am parked in front of that big screen TV. I am. <laughs> <laughs> Is it over there yet, Bill? Is it supposed to snow tonight, I hope? No, it's not. They just got light rain. Temperatures in the high 40s right now. You got... Uh, weather pushing up from the north, meeting some uh, from the south, meeting some cold air from the north. That will lower temperatures. Uh, we'll get a little cold snap, but then it will bounce back. Precipitation on Wednesday, nothing on Thursday, Friday. Crank back up with some precipitation on Sunday and Monday. But beyond that, back to spring-like weather next week. 
Well, thank you for the Weather Channel update there, Bill. That was really good. It sounds like you've done that. Before. Yeah, well, it, it didn't sound like I've done a talk show before when you stopped talking and I almost <laughs> called you Chris Ballas. <laughs> and I think that would have been the worst thing I could have done ever is called Doug Skeen Chris Ballas. <laughs> no, I've been called worse. Yeah, I, I'm so impressed with the offensive line and how the defensive line, you know, we – we watched some of those cupcake games, and we had conversations, Doug, on air, off air, where we weren't sure. Why weren't they pushing people around? Come on, this is Connecticut and Hawaii and Colorado State. And, man, then they've got their mojo. They've got a rotation. And, and they are owning the line of scrimmage. And when you do that, we watched it last year with Hutch and Ajabo on the defensive side and that Michigan offensive line, which was recognized as the best in the country. That's that championship pedigree you're talking about. Well, it is, and, and I'm really happy for this defensive line. You know, these guys came into the season with a little bit of a chip, trying to make everybody forget about Hodge and Ajabo, and I think Morris and Mozzie Smith in the middle of that defensive line have done an outstanding job and mixing this freshman Graham, and and then that rotation of all these other guys, Upshaw coming around, and, and McGregor getting in there a little bit. There's a nice rotation in there, Bill, and when they all feel an ownership and they're all in on it, and you've got a deep rotation going, you get more buy-in, and then that helps with your second level of your defense. Your linebackers are excited to play behind the defensive line that's going to protect them. and It just works. And, and we knew coming into the season this offensive line was going to be good because of all the returning talent and the addition of Olatimi at center there. Those guys we knew were going to be good. It's, it's cool to see this defensive line come around, and I still think they, they in their minds, they have a lot to prove. I think this Saturday night will be another step in their journey to becoming a defensive line that hopefully we'll all be talking about a year from now saying, man, that 2022 championship defensive line was really good even after the loss of Hutch and Jabo. From what you've seen in Michigan State, from what you witnessed watching Michigan, uh, why do you like Michigan to win on Saturday night and or win big? Or what concerns you about this game? Well, I like Michigan to win. I don't know about winning big because of all the games on the schedule, this is the one that uh, crazy, you know, what happens. And it always seems to. And um, all the cliches are certainly in play once again. I've watched several Michigan State games through the year. Going back to watch the first game against when they were at Washington and struggling there. And, um, you know, I I see a football team with talent that just wasn't putting things together, a quarterback struggling a little bit. But just funny, Bill, over the years, you know, we've seen this movie before. We've seen a Michigan State team struggling to find their footing and losing games that they, you know, maybe were surprising that they lost or, or, or struggling to win games against teams that they should have blown out, quote-unquote blown out, and they didn't. And then they show up against Michigan as an underdog, and they, and they set the world on fire. This program has done it. Coach Tucker knows how to do this. I don't think there's any question in a lot of us minds who've seen enough of these rivalry games to know that uh, anything can happen. That said, I, I still like Michigan to win this football game because I think the juice, the, the, the juice, as I like to say, the emotional side here, I think Michigan holds that card because of the bitter loss last year in East Lansing and a couple tough calls and a couple situations I know Michigan would like to have back with having their half of their defense running on and off the field while, while Walker in the third there was running for touchdowns. And I know Michigan went like a reset. And they're going to get that chance Saturday night. So I think the emotional cards with Michigan, and that's why they will have ultimately win the game. That, and I think they've got a few better players and a few better spots 
specifically our offensive line, I believe, is better than their defensive line. And I believe our defensive line is better than their defensive line. And again, there you go. It all comes back to the same thing, Bill. Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman with Michigan, late 80s, early 90s. Also co-host of the Michigan football podcast with Chris Ballas that you can hear weekly at thewolverine.com joining us. We had Chris on about an hour ago, and he really emphasized that for the first time in Harbaugh's tenure at Michigan, he really is pointing to beating Michigan State. We haven't heard a lot of Michigan coaches ever talk about the importance of beating the Spartans. Well, we haven't probably heard enough of it publicly, but I, I can tell you going back over the decades, we certainly talk about it a lot inside the walls of the football building in Ann Arbor there. It's always a red-letter game, and there's always conversation about it. And Yeah, the big one at the end of the season is still number one, but anybody that says that this is not you know, the solid number two rivalry game of Michigan schedule is lying uh, to you or anybody else that says that. This is a huge game, and uh, I think Harbaugh is probably feeling a little confident when he looks at his team and the players he's got up and down his roster and starters on the field, so he should be feeling pretty good. Michigan State is... is yeah, I still very dangerous. They've got an experienced quarterback, and when they get it going, they got wide receivers to make big plays. I look, I look for Thorne. If he sees one on one, he's going to put that thing out there and test that one on one coverage. Certainly did that against Wisconsin and did it well. And so, you know, again, you know, you don't, as as Bo used to always say, upset is in the mind of the favorite, Bill. So you know, Harbaugh's got to say these things out loud. Of, Remind his team, you're supposed to win this game, so now let's just go do it. Michigan State has nothing to lose. They're going to have to struggle to make a bowl. Michigan is top four team in America, controlling their destiny to a return to the Big Ten championship game if they can win out and also back to the college football playoff. My number one concern is that State will come in there loose. It's at home. ABC, everything's on Michigan, and how will J.J. McCarthy handle the biggest start of his career? Well, that's what, you know, again, Bill, that's, that goes to that emotional part. You know, how many times has Michigan been highly ranked at Michigan State, maybe, maybe not ranked at all, and yet the Spartans have found a way to win this game. It's setting up to see the same kind of movie once again. I, God, I hope not, um, because those are painful movies for us Michigan fans to watch, but We've seen this before, and the stage is set. And, and these players, again, if you, if, as a player, if you just go back to what you know, which is where your feet are supposed to go, where your eyeballs are supposed to be, where your hands are supposed to be, your keys on the field, if you just do those things, the better team is probably going to win. The better team in this game that rushes the football more usually wins. When it's at 50 out of the last 55 games or whatever that stat is, whoever rushes for more yards wins a football game. Clearly, I think Michigan's in the favorite in that column. And then there's always the turnovers. If J.J. can protect this football and the Michigan offense protects this football and we do what we're capable of doing, we will win this football game. But we've heard this before, haven't we? Doug Skeen has heard a lot before. Some that he can't share on air, but he's heard it all inside the locker room, outside the locker room, on the field and off the field. You can hear Doug with Chris Bell. They do a great job on the Michigan football podcast, heard weekly at thewolverine.com. Doug, uh, before I let you go, your prediction on the game. 
Well, I like, again, I like Michigan to win. I think we're going to score some points just because there's too much offensive firepower. I like like a 31, you know, 17, 31, 24, 31, 22. I like us. We've been getting up over in the 30s, Bill, which is good. I think that Michigan defense will have something to say, but Sparty's always ready to play this game. Saturday night will be no different, and they will challenge, and this is going to be a tighter one than I think people think. I hope I I'm agree. wrong. No, I'm with you. I'm thinking 10-point win. If they got out of there 34, 24, 28, 17, 28, 20, uh, a win is a win right now. Uh, if you're Michigan, you're just really trying to grind through the rest of the schedule before you get to Columbus and play for a, another Big Ten title by beating the Buckeyes and going back to Indy. Yep, that's the plan. We love you, Doug. Have a great night. Enjoy the game. We'll talk next week. I'll get your thoughts on it. All right, Bill. Thanks. Go Blue. All right, Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman, late 80s, early 90s, also the co-host on the Michigan Football Podcast with Chris Ballas. Now you can hear at the Wolverine.com.